Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. And now, here are your hosts. It's number 109. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I'm the Iceman. Interesting week in the NFL. We'll get to that a little later. It's the opposite week. But yeah, the Lions going to the Super Bowl. We'll get to that later. <laughs> Strap in, everybody. The, the new worst team in the, <coughs> excuse me, in the NFL, the New England Patriots. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's for later. We're going to start off with tennis. Because why not? Because we do whatever the fuck we want. Because it's our show. But it's not yeah. really tennis. It, it's, it's more related. To, it's more social justice showing back up in sports again. Rich is fired up. We'll let him take the lead on this. Yeah, and this week's installment of It's Never My Fault That I Lose, It's Everybody Else's. Serena Williams is now basically throwing her coach under the bus. You know, the coach who admitted to coaching her. The guy coach? The man coach? Yes. See, that gives me hope that I haven't been completely brainwashed. I didn't even think of it that way. Like, But it, it'll get to that point. It, it'll, it'll, it'll get to that point. Anyways, yeah, she's claiming that she doesn't know what he's talking about. That she wasn't being coached. He says he was coaching her. Basically, she decides that's not, I guess, throwing him under the bus enough. So she pulled out this, you know, I'm fighting for women's rights and women's equality. Really? Because what? The patriarchy manifested itself as a human being and handed you an L on the fucking court? The the, the 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 you know toxic masculinity made you lose that match so i nobody can it, it's nobody's fault when they do anything wrong anymore it's nobody's fault when they lose judge had a penis it's it's always some outside force that made them lose I, and, and I'm just like, I, I. What do you do? What do you do? How do you even have a conversation with these type of people anymore? You can't, because discourse is dead, and, and it and it seems anything ist is the thing that is supposed to just stop the conversation immediately. It's supposed to be the ultimate trump card. Ooh, I know trump card's a bad word now, but yeah, it's either a sexist or racist. <laughs> And that's supposed to be it. A conversation over. And it's, it's for people that they, they got nothing else, so that's what they throw out. Pretty, I mean, pretty much. It's it's a it. It's such a conversation, st- you know, stopper for anything these days. Is you know. Uh, sexist, racist, whatever the fuck, it just stops all conversation. You 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 stop talking about the facts and then you start talking about the accusation. You know what's really messed up about this whole situation is is Serena fucked this all up. She really did because I watched that match live and it was bullshit. She called it on the court. She said she wasn't coached and she didn't think she was. She she said her coach gave her a thumbs up. That meant nothing. That meant get going, you know, come harder. I, the coach obviously did something else and said he coached her and everything. But she, what she saw 
was a thumbs up. So everything that happened on that court was terrible, terrible by the judge. Uh, assessing penalties, costing her a point, costing her inevitably a game, and, and that does affect the match. However, all of that said, she completely dropped the ball afterwards. She came out and tried to make this all about the winner. Let's give her praise. Let's not talk about the questions about the match. And I was like, wow, what a superstar. And then she got into the press conference, fucked it up. I'm, I'm, if this could happen to me, it could happen to anybody. And women this and rights that. And like, the fuck? Why can't you just talk about the sport and how he fucked up? Why do you got to make it all about women's rights and yada, yada, yada? And does this well, open the door for shit like in the NFL or any other sport? Like, well, he called that on me because I'm black. I mean, does this open exactly, that door? It's exactly what I was what I was about to say. How long until this shit starts now? Because because once this door has been kicked open, and believe me, it's been kicked open. It's it's hanging from the hinges. All right, it's not going to stop. Well, I, I'll tell you, the, the door's pretty much open, and you're right about that, because they're meeting right now about the, uh, if you hit the quarterback, it's a it's a personal foul rule. They're meeting about this, well, well, because it's atrocious. Let's, let's wait till we get to football. <laughs> one, I'm just one saying. One subject at a time. I'm just saying, it's become that already. You're only calling me on that because you don't like the fact that I make it all these tackles. You don't like me because my hair is long. Clay Matthews has said that. He has no idea how, how to hit a quarterback anymore. Anytime he makes contact, and it's just him, he says, anytime he makes contact with the quarterback, there's a flag. So what is that? Uh, long hair phobia? You know what I mean? He's white with long hair. No, 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 no. And I, I strangely get what Iceman's going after here. It Just based on, yeah, he's the... He's he's known as the long-haired, wild, you know, uh, big personality having, you know, wildcat guy. I don't fucking know. I don't, it's late. I'm struggling for adjectives here. But yeah, it's he's got a rep as as a, as a as a hard-hitting player. So yeah, and yeah, and how long how long till Khalil Mack starts getting a penalty every time he fucking does something? So I. I kind of get what you're saying there, Ice Man. Well, I understand that, but when it t- starts turning into accusations of racism or whatever the fuck on the field, you might as well just pack it up and 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 call it a day and be done with the sport. Because what do you do? This is this is what's known in literary circles as a Kafka trap. Okay, you're accused of something. If you deny it. That just proves that you're guilty. If you don't deny it, then you're just accepting whatever that you're being accused of. It's a it's it's a lose lose situation. It is it is a, a a a real world version of the Kobayashi Maru from the Star Trek universe. It's a can't win situation, and we have just for whatever reason as a society allowed these people that play these type of games to dictate the rules to us, because everyone's afraid of being called. You know, racist, sexist, whatever the fuck. Yeah, but if it was done in the NFL because he's black, wouldn't that be black on black crime? I'm just throwing that in there. It's going to depend on the official. But it was football when we get to football ice. Come on now, focus. No, no, I am focused because he makes a great point. It could happen in the NFL quicker than shit. 
you would never expect this type of rhetoric and this type of talk off of a fucking tennis court. Well, no, but it, it, dude, it could permeate any other sport. Uh, well, if it happens in tennis, it could happen anywhere. Exactly. I the, agree. Baseball. I totally agree. You know, I, oh, I, I'd, have, you know, I'd have got called safe if I was white. You know, that would have been a strike if I was white. Yeah. Well, how long until? How long until? Because unless I'm absolutely wrong on this. Most of the umpires are white or black in baseball. How long until the, the, the Latin-born players are like, oh, the reason that my strike zone is different or that I'm called out on a close play at first is because, you know, uh, what, what, what is the involuntary bias or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Oh, where, unconscious where, bias. Unconscious bias. You're racist, but you don't even know you're racist. You know, Thanks I mean, for that, Starbucks. <clears throat> that, how, how long until that shit starts? And then once again, once this shit starts, and once these, once people are given an excuse to not accept a loss, to not go, you know what? We didn't play hard enough. I didn't play hard enough. You know, it, it, look, it, Serena Williams. If you wouldn't have broke your racket, you wouldn't have been assessed a second penalty. All right. And by the way, that that is not a new rule. That is not a rule made specifically for her. Talk to John McEnroe how many times he's been penalized for destroying his equipment on the, on the fucking court. All right? That is nothing new. So to act like this is like, oh, I am so put upon because these rules that have been in place since before I ever played my first professional match are being used against me is bullshit, period. End of story. And to come out. And to trivialize legit struggles that women go through, right? Which there are plenty of. And to try to act like that somehow this is connected to those struggles is absolute horseshit. You know, I was thinking about this when you brought this up in the, in the pre-show, Rich. We've seen this before, but we saw it with a guy. You guys remember Mike Tyson and Holyfield's first fight? The one where he bit his ear off? Yeah. He was getting his ass kicked. Tyson was. Yeah. And because the ref wouldn't see it his way, oh, he's headbutting me. He, he threw an elbow. Oh, he's doing all this illegal things. He found a way to get out of it. He bit his fucking ear. I don't know what you're doing with your mic, but it sounds like you shoved it up your ass. Oh, for the love of God. There, there you go. go. Better. Right there. <laughs> but, yeah, he, he bit his ear and got out of the, out of the ring. That's it. Back up your ass, by the way. Oh, for the love of God. How's that? There you go. Yes. No, absolutely. Dude, that's what, you, that's what I'm saying. These are people who cannot take a loss. They can't do it. They don't know how to lose. They changed the headline. The headline, instead of them losing, is bites ear off, argues with judge. It, yes, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it permeates so much these days in our society. No one can lose an election. No, it was rigged, or there was collusion, or the Koch brothers, or George Soros bought you know votes, and dead people are voting, and immigrants are voting. That's why I didn't win. That's why I did win. That's why he won. That's why she lost. Whatever the fuck. Hey, how about this? You just, I, I don't know, didn't run as good of a campaign as you thought you did. You just weren't that good of a candidate. You just weren't that good of a fucking athlete that day. No, those are facts. Stop that. You are fake news. You're back to the conspiracy. 
I mean, here is the thing. I would never have thought less of Serena Williams if she lost that, that game and didn't make a big deal about it. No, me neither. It that was happens. A hell, of a, a hell of a comeback from a mom. Hell of a comeback. Okay. And, and she that, looked beastie. Why do we got to throw this for a mom shit in there? Because she had a baby. Dude. So what? So, she had a baby. So she have, carried around a baby so for have, nine months. So have billions of other people. I understand that, but billions of other people don't run up and down a tennis court playing hard as hell tennis. So what? She's not the first player that's had a baby either. I'm not saying she did. Stop it. What I'm saying is... Why are we making her extra special because she did something billions of other humans have done? It's not extra special. I'm saying she had a baby. She came back and went to the fucking finals of her Grand Slam. So what? That's pretty fucking awesome. Plenty of women have a baby and come back and do good at their jobs. You're right. And good on them. Look, the point, the, point is, look, the, point, the point doesn't matter if she had a kid or not. The point is, is that if she hadn't made a big fucking stink about this, you know what? She had a bad game. She had an off game. However you want to look at it. She ran into someone who's a little bit more fresh than she was. What, whatever. Jordan didn't win every championship every year he played. Okay, Gretzky didn't win a cup every single year he played. That's not how sports work. Now, you didn't hear Jordan fucking blaming, you know, racism and blah, blah, blah. You didn't hear Gretzky saying, oh, there's some conspiracy against me. No, you just weren't good enough at that point in time. It happens, all right? As good as Tom Brady is, he hasn't won every Super Bowl he's went to. He doesn't win it every fucking year. I mean, it, it... why 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 can't we just fucking accept that? Why does it always have to be some bullshit outside reason? And it, I mean, it's bad enough when it's like, well, there's a conspiracy, you know, uh, the game's fixed or whatever. It's bad enough when the fans say that shit. Now you have the athletes basically saying this shit. There is there is this this, this big bad boogeyman called the patriarchy out there that's trying to hold Serena Williams down. By the way. It, is it, is it completely lost that a a a, a woman beat her? So she was playing a man, a black and Asian woman, the first Japanese woman ever, double minority. I mean, is is this completely lost in the conversation? Because oh, it doesn't, so get, brought, it doesn't even get brought up. I, I will tell you, six out of ten people don't even know her opponent. Yeah, and she's she is a the footnote. first Japanese. She is the first Japanese person to ever bring home a major Grand Slam title in tennis. And eat their microphone? Their country. What? Dude, you said you, you're eating your mic, man. I'm going to kill you with this mic. I swear to God I am. I mean, if I was her, I'd be pissed off. Because this is, to me, ultimately what this is, is this is Serena Williams throwing a temper tantrum, making it about her. She's like the little kid that doesn't care if... The attention he gets is because he's acting like a jackass, and so his parents are yelling at him. It's better than being ignored. She has she has taken this woman's win away from her and made it all about her. And she's cloaked herself in this bullshit. That's like like I'm doing this for all women. No, you're not, bitch. You're doing it for yourself because you lost, and you're pissed off. Because you're not used to not getting your own fucking way. All right? Period. End see, of story. I love to see this other chick have a, have a press conference press. and just go off. Oh. Going, yeah, it's Serena's bitch ass out there complaining. <laughs> Forgetting all about my win.
And you know what? Her composure was amazing. Her opponent's composure was just absolutely amazing. In fact, her opponent was giving her the stink eye the entire time. Like, bitch, I won. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, and and that's that's what that's another thing. Where are all these 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 you know female sports commentators and stuff to come out and say, you know what? What? Why are we sitting here focusing on Serena Williams? Why don't we focus on Naomi Osaka? Where Where are they to build up this person? Nowhere. Dead silent. Because yeah. because because they, they 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 Serena Williams gave them an opening to turn this into something that has nothing to do with sports. Yeah, Naomi's story doesn't follow the uh, narrative in the in the news. The agenda. Yeah, flat out. Let's just call it what it is. It's an agenda these days. Naomi's is, story is a black woman winning a a black and Asian woman winning a tennis tournament. Not a black woman being kept down by the patriarchy. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go so far as to say this: anybody fucking else but Serena Williams doing what she did on that court against Osaka would be getting hammered in the press. Yes, yeah, for making it about them. Especially if this is a like if this is a Maria Sharapova. Oh, oh God! I'm picking a white tennis. I don't even know if she even plays anymore. I'm just picking a white tennis player. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, you're right. They would tell that person everything but shut the fuck up. Like flat out. This is white privilege. Stop complaining. Exactly. Don't get mad because the Blazion beat you. Exactly. So, yeah. It's it's just, this is, this is, this is, this is the, the, the bullshit that comes with intersectionality. Everything is connected. Connecting dots where they're where they aren't even on the same page. They aren't even in the same coloring book to try to prove a point. This is this, was, this is this is this is this is the this is the the to, to use one of their words the toxic outcome of this. Yeah. We get enough of that with ice anyway. That's true. Is my mic fixed at all? Yes. Yeah. You sound yes. You you sound better now. Okay. Beautiful. Because speaking of blazing and sexuality, how you doing, Tiger? Nice segue. Nice segue. You get an A for that one, nice man. You get an A. <laughs> so he, he he won. Does that mean he's back to banging like Waffle oh, Waitresses? Oh, dude, there was he plowed through Perkins, Waffle House, whatever else is on the interstate. Bob Evans. Yeah, a waitress <laughs> got fucked by Tiger within the last couple of days. Oh, <laughs> uh, think he did. You guys see barrel? the crowd that came and saw him? No, because I don't watch no, golf. It was exactly massive. It was massive. Thousands, the thousands millions of people. and millions. It really was. You guys got to watch it on YouTube, dude. There's like huge, huge crowd. I know we cried. That's all I know. He, that's how you're so, he, crying. He was, he was so moved by his own greatness, he cried. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm so great. Brought a tear to my own eye. Look, man, he's you know, 20 years he's been basically the face of golf, and like him or not, he's like the Yankees. When the Yankees are doing well, that's good for baseball. Why? Because if you're a Yankees fan, you love it that the Yankees are doing well. And if you're not a Yankees fan, the evil empire is back. 
you got Darth Vader to root against. So if you like Tiger, obviously it's good if he's if, if he's winning. If you hate Tiger, obviously it's good if he's winning because now now you have a bad guy. There's a lot of people that don't like the man. I don't know if it it has to do with shit he's done personally. I don't know if it has to do with the stories I hear about how he treats his you know employees and he treats other people. But for whatever reason, they're like, no, he's kind of a dick. And it's like, yeah, he probably is. Uh, from all accounts, Michael Jordan's a big fucking asshole. I mean, holds a grudge from... He's the greatest NBA player to ever fucking strap on a fucking pair of fucking shoes. And he's holding grudges from high school still. I mean, what did I tell you? He's a competitive man. Exactly, exactly. And to hear the stories that have come out about him now, about how he turned everything into a competition, I'm just like, Wow. He must have been a real fucking cocksucker to be around, because yeah, those people piss me off. Oh, Brady, Brady's like that too. There's a, a story I I wanted to share with you guys a couple weeks ago, and I never got to it. But it was just Belichick telling the story about they're at a him and uh, Brady and a couple other Patriots are playing in a pro am, and at a pro am you basically play the best ball, right? Because it's a pro and an amateur, and he just tells a story about how. Uh, uh, they're at Pebble Breach, and he sees uh, Brady hanging over, like one hand hanging over a cliff to hit a fucking golf shot. <laughs> like, putting himself and his career at risk because he's that much of a competitor. So, yeah, it's, it, it, these, these guys are all probably cut from the same type of cloth, whether it's Brady, Tiger Woods, you know, any of these, these champion types. <laughs> I, I just... I, every time I hear some stories like that, I just think of that Scrubs episode where oh, Turk. You know, Tur- Turk and JD, yeah. everything's a competition. This is a game called steak. Let's see who can eat our steak the fastest. And he's like, I just spent $25 on a piece of meat. I want to enjoy it. And Turk just starts eating his steak like <laughs> yeah. crazy. And he's like, oh, shit. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, like I get it. The competitive, The competitive fire does tend to manifest itself that way with those types of people. I understand that. I am not a competitor. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> oh, my God. You were the worst cocksucker when you were younger. What? No. Every, every, dude, every, the first words out of your mouth every, every time you met a guy, what, do I wrestle? What? No. No, uh-uh. no I'm, I'm secure in the size of my penis. I don't need to prove it. Sorry, I'm good. You never put me down, Ray. I was about never to say, put me down. I'd bet money that you would be the person on this podcast that is the most competitive. But then it also says something about me and my personality, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm out there. I'll win. I will sacrifice my puppy for a win. Chris is out there with a joint going, it don't matter. I'll no, that, no that's the thing is I don't seek out competition, but if you challenge me, it's on. Like, I'm that guy, if that makes any sense. <laughs> You're in drug enhancement. That doesn't I'm count. not like, put it this way. You're the guy that walks in like, hey, I'll arm wrestle anybody in this room. And I'm the guy that goes, all right, I'll take that bet. If that, <laughs> make, if that makes any sense to you. Yes. And I'm just sitting there going, Jesus Christ, can we grow up here sometime soon? <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Uh, this, this Rich is, walks this away with both of the women. We're sitting there going, yeah, exactly. I got it. No, I got it. I got it. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, I absolutely give no shits about fucking golf 
or Tiger Woods. But uh, if, if winning is a good thing for the sport, then I guess more power to him. Hey, and well, it does right. seem to be that way. If you got invited it, to his stripper and Viking party on Sunday, you like Tiger Woods. <laughs> You'd like Tiger Woods in a fucking hurry. <laughs> the the happy trail send off party of Bill Cosby's at Tiger's house. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Open bar. <laughs> Your bill got three to ten. Yes, that's it. That's it. That's man. Got to be rich, huh? Dude, how can you put Fat Albert in fucking prison? Come on. Uh, because he's rape Albert. Hey, hey, the hey. The yellow old guy. Hey, 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 hey. I'm putting drugs in the drink. And my <laughs> and my dick in your butthole. And you don't know it because you're past fucking. Yeah, but anyways. So I guess we're, we're done with Tiger. Should we talk about baseball or hockey before we right. go into football? Well, there's. Is there really anything really to talk about hockey? No, it's just the season starts next week. Soon, very, very soon. I mean, this is what I'm taking from those two those the, those two sports. The Tigers avoided losing a hundred games. <laughs> Mathematically, that's impossible for them now. And the Red Wings are four and zero in the preseason, which means they're probably going to go zero and ten when the regular season starts. <laughs> so, <clears throat> you know, Detroit Red Wings. 2018 preseason champs. <laughs> <You know? laughs> what was it? What, what, is it? what did the Lions do the year they they, they went 0 and 16? They went 4 and 0 in the preseason. Way to way to step up when the games don't matter. Yeah. Well, all right. So hockey, baseball, everybody. It's just well, look. This has been just a fucked up week for football. I mean, this is all there is to. First of all, all our picks are fucked. Yeah, but you, you can't you can't leave baseball and not say congratulations to Max Serger for three hundred strikeouts. Okay, he, he hit three hundred strikeouts. Yes, but yesterday, I think. I mean, That's maybe impressive. I ex- maybe I expect too much from Max Serger, but I'm like, I'm not really shocked. Yeah, I say he has 300 strikeouts. Rich is like, okay, that's like two games. And I mean, he is—he is one of the best pitchers in baseball at the time. He at the is moment, so. the best pitcher. Speaking of pitchers, uh, what's his name? O'Shani? Is that it? Is that how you pronounce it? The Angels pitcher? Oh, Ohani. Ohani. Tommy John surgery. See ya. Yeah, he's done. Next yeah, All Star break. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it, it, it doesn't mean as dire of consequences as it used to. Guys come back from Tommy John surgery better for whatever reason. You got kids in fucking high school having you got kids in high school having Tommy John surgery. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Just gonna say that. Yeah, especially since what when I played little league, you weren't supposed to. They weren't supposed to allow you to throw curveballs or breaking balls or anything that could mess up your elbow like that. I, now it's like, <laughs> get him out there and teach him how to, th- you know, to throw a 12-6. And who cares if he blows his elbow out? We can get Tommy John surgery. He'll come back twice as strong. Mm-hmm. That cat was rocking, though, dude. He had, like, 21 home runs. His ERA was real low. <laughs> Next thing you know, see ya. 
Yeah, and I maintain, just like Mike Trout, if he wasn't on that team out in fucking Anaheim, he would be a much bigger story in baseball, especially if he was on the East Coast or Chicago. Shouldn't the Angels be doing a little bit better than they are? I I mean, they had... They were at the beginning of the season. Right, they had a shiny, they had Trout, they have pool hosts. I mean, at some point... They got the ghost, the, the empty shell of Albert Pujols. They got the off the PED Pujols, that guy. Well, I, uh, oh, well, I mean, if we're going to talk about uh, shells of former, their former selves, you had Victor Martinez's last game of, of professional baseball. He wanted to end his career at home in Detroit. They put him at first. He gets up to bat. He hits a weak-ass grounder into the in, – because he was batting left-handed, they had the shift on. He hits a weak-ass grounder and legs it out and beats it out to first for an infield single. Mr. I run at the pace of a snail on weed, beat out an infield single. And I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. And then they take him out of the game. That I'm was like, it. That's it? You get one more at bat. <laughs> Have a good one. I'm just like, it's anticlimactic, isn't it? Like, at least let him play to where it's it's an official, you know, game for him. <clears throat> That's basically, a, he basically pinch hit. And then they, they, then, they, then they took him out and had someone else run for him. I'm just really starting to think Bernie Mac really wants to show himself in baseball. <laughs> I got my 3,000 set. I'm done. See ya. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, obviously, when the playoffs start... There'll be a lot more to talk about because uh, I think I think we we pretty much all agreed on this for the most part. Uh, when your when your team's fucking stinking up in the cellar, I really don't pay attention to a whole lot of regular season. <laughs> well, we have proven we are fair weather baseball fans. <coughs> yeah, well, just maybe when you get old, you know, you got other shit to do. you get you got shit to do. <laughs> It's called work. <laughs> well, I mean, I listen to all, to to all the you know Tiger games I can when I'm out and about, and I'm you know driving. But it, I don't know. It just it's until the playoffs get here. I'm just like, uh, wake me up when when wake me up when the playoffs start. I don't know. It's just how I feel. It's like too many. I don't know. I I used to love the fact there were so many games in baseball. Now I'm just like, God damn. Really? We really need 162 games? Really? But No, no, you really don't. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's part of baseball's charm. Yeah, I mean, technically, if they could start Memorial Day and Labor Day, I'd be all right with that. Well, anyways, let's just get on to this uh, clusterfuck of, of, of a week in, in the NFL. The what the fuckings? Yeah. Let it begin, because it's going to rain down. Well, let's get let's get the let's get this over with. Jesus Christ, the collective sound of all the Lions fans who were done with them two weeks ago, hopping back on the bandwagon here in Detroit. Oh, we're Super Bowl champions, done. everybody! Oh yeah, oh yeah, a lot of a lot of big talk, a lot of you know, well, look what this team does when it puts its mind to it. Blah 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 blah. And it's like, well, then why the fuck don't they do that every week then? Because they don't have the opposing team's old defensive defensive coordinator every week. 
That's why. Exactly. Exactly. That's what we were talking about pre-show. I mean, is anyone really shocked by this? As much as I, I I wanted to be, I was like, oh, shit, the Lions are winning. I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, He's seen this offense a million times. Of course, this this makes sense. Of course, this is happening. Matt Patricia wrote the damn plays. No, <laughs> I'm not shocked. I want to talk about the Browns-Jets Thursday night game. You know where they unlocked the oh, beer cooler? Oh that one? God. Dude, are you on Ritalin? Were you ever on Ritalin? No. Well, hold on, hold on. Before you... you, you jump around because you see a squirrel there. Uh, there's more to this story than just the Lions. The Lions, to me, are just a footnote in it. The bigger story is, is it time for fucking people in New England to start, like, being a little bit worried? They don't have a receiving... I've been talking about this the last few weeks. The GOAT really doesn't have anybody to throw the ball to. He's got Gronk. He's got Chris Hogan. Ooh, He's got James White. I mean, yeah, he was the hero of the Atlanta Super Bowl, but really, he's James White. You got Edelman, who's still going to be gone for another week. And then uh, you got a big maybe in Josh Gordon. Uh, who, that's, a big, big maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's their problem. They don't have anybody to throw the ball to. And, and, and then, too, their run game. I mean, you got a big Sony Michelle, who's like a week or two out of injury, Rex Burkhead, who a bunch of people always keep talking about, he's going to be the next big thing. Well, he's on like his third or fourth season of going to be the next big thing. Like, quite honestly, I see if Le'Veon, they're really talking about trading Le'Veon Bell, I bet he ends up here. And I don't know, has Des Bryant not been to talk to Robert Kraft yet? Or what's going on? Like, the, they, this offense right now is Tom Brady and Gronk. Like, that's it. Yeah, and I think, I think that they've proven... That's just not enough. You can't you can't be that one dimensional. Well, not, go ahead. well, not with. I mean, look, it, we've talked about it for years now. New England is very much a system based team, but I think the fact that they've, <clears throat> excuse me, that they've for years and years and years found diamonds in the rough and been living kind of you know dangerously by doing so has now started to bite them in the ass because where is their diamonds in the rough i mean the best the, arguably the best wide receiver they have is a guy who's one more fucking toka hippie let us away from never playing in the nfl ever again i mean you said question mark he's a huge fucking question mark yeah he has yet to to play one snap of a game that counts for New England. Exactly. And I mean, it's not like teams are lining up to trade, you know, wide receivers to that team. It, it's just, it's not going to happen. And I mean, if, what do we do if we're sitting here in week eight and the Patriots are four and four? I mean, no, a lot of people will be rejoicing. Oh, obviously. Because once again, they're the bad guys in the league. They're the evil Look, empire. There, there is no question that it's starting to begin a, a rebuild for the Patriots. There's no question. Tom Brady, the GOAT, there's no question. But he's old. You know, Bill Belichick, I can only do so much with what I got. You're the best coach in the NFL, best coach there ever has been. I don't know how you see it the way you see it, but you do. But, uh, I mean, there's, there's issues all over that field for the Patriots. I mean, everything, obviously, you guys have stated uh, the, the offense, but the defense, come on, man. 
The Jaguars score 30, 31 on you. The tight, uh, the Texans score 20 on you. And I'm not even going to comment on the Lions because it was Matt Patricia. And that's the only way that that happened. But 26 by the Lions in your first three games. And it, the, both sides of that ball have issues right now. They're just in rebuild. It's not about worrying. It's just going, okay, we had our run. We had our dynasty. It's over. Let's get ready for the rebuild. Well, I mean, I'm not, look, I, don't bury him before the body's fucking cold. This is, this is a team who made a historic comeback to win a Super Bowl. All right. I, you, you know the people involved from the top down have it in them to write this ship. To me, the, more, the, 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 the question that's, that's not being raised for whatever reason is, I mean, remember that fucking article last year near the end of the season that said, hey, everything's not as, as great and wonderful behind the scenes out there in New England as, as they like to lead on and make mm-hmm. and let people believe. And a lot of people just kind of like, you know, oh, you're, the sky's falling, stop being chicken, chicken little, blah, 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 blah. Well, I think it's time that you, you rethink that, that position if that was your position. This right now looks like that article was just a harbinger of, of things to come. And it's, 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 it's happening, you know. I mean, if they do go into rebuild mode, what are they going to do for a fucking quarterback? Yeah, Brady says he wants to play until he's 45. Brady keeps playing like he's played the first three games of this season. He ain't going to play until he's 45, at least not on New England. That's just, I, I cannot imagine them just going, well, whatever, because it's Brady. We're just going to let him do whatever. I just can't imagine that. No, that, that's not going to happen that way. They didn't do it with Joe. Joe Montana. Well, you have to also understand, Belichick is not used to losing anymore. I mean, look at the stats of they lose by double digits. They're what? They were 17-1 and one in the next game. This Lions game is an anomaly, but if it becomes commonplace, heads are going to roll in New England. It's been a long time since Belichick was the fucking head coach of the Browns, put that way. This man is not used to losing anymore. And I don't think he's going to accept it. Period. End of story. And no, he, he's not. But I'm telling you, man, it's when I say a rebuild, I'm talking from the top down. Belichick, Brady, all of them. Belichick and Brady, I, it's just my opinion, and it's only my opinion. I think they're retiring. They're gone. What, it, the it end of this year? Me, yeah. It reminds me of uh, the Bulls. Seriously, it does. Everybody jumped ship all at once. Phil Jackson took off. Pippen took off. Jordan took off. The the whole core and the coach all gone. And and the Bulls were like, okay, that's fine. We'll just rebuild. They never got to the rebuild, but that's what they thought they would do. Just somebody Gronk yeah. left holding his dick. Going, hey, where'd everybody go? Well, Sorry. I mean, there's also the whole story of... Gronk was being shopped to the Lions in the offseason and said, fuck it, you trade me, I'll retire. What's it? Okay. I, I respect that so heartedly because it was so awesome what he said. This man came out and said, look, Tom Brady is my quarterback. End of story. I won't play with anybody else. That just shows so much dedication. That was sick. I was like, that's a team player right there. That's loyalty. Holy shit. Well, if that's the case, that means that, uh, yeah. His ass, ain't gonna, his ass ain't going to be playing if Brady retires at the end of the year. He's going to have to retire, too. Is Whitey sticking together? 
<laughs> there you go. I, we found a way to turn it into an SJW's wet dream. This is white. This is white privilege sticking together. Uh, well, from one shit show to another, uh, according to Yahoo Sports, Le'Veon Bell's on the trade trade uh, trading block. Yeah, come Detroit. We need a run game. It's and not- his top, the top three uh-huh. teams, the top three teams that he's most likely to end up at, according to Charles Ro- Robinson of Yahoo Sports, are. Are you ready? Strap yourself in. The Colts, the Jets, or the Buccaneers? Wait, hold on. What? Wait, where is it? God damn it. Well, I'm just going to read from the article. It says, an NFL player can irritate some portions of the locker room. He can rankle a coaching staff. He can have have his agent repeatedly butt head with the team's front office. But when a contract holdout starts crossing crossing into taunting territory, it's time to move on. And if you have any doubt about Le'Veon Bell being at this point of no return, just check out the jet ski jaunt from earlier, from Miami earlier this month. If Bell's divorce from the Pittsburgh Steelers finally go down, history is likely to remember that moment being the incident that prom- promoted or prompted, excuse me, the Steelers to break it off. According to a league source who spoke with Yahoo Sports on Monday, <clears throat> that snippet of Bell on the water is when Pittsburgh officially opened the door to trade offers, partially because of Bell's of the impact of Bell's behavior and the questions surrounding it have had in the locker room, and partly because the Steelers are now convinced that Bell's heart is more invested in his pending free agency and coming in and helping Pittsburgh. Uh, Bell's agent has been putting out trade feelers to other franchises for several weeks, the sources said, but only within the last few days have the Steelers been listening to offers. Uh, None of that means the deal is likely to happen, largely because the complications surrounding an acquisition Here's a question what the Steelers would accept for Bell, a bounty with it. Need to be at least a third-round pick because that's what Bell's free agent departure would likely draw on a compensatory draft choice. Well, I thought the the Jets deal was dead because I thought that they weren't half serious. That's what I heard. Like the Jets had had initially contacted Pittsburgh and uh, really didn't make any serious offers. What the the Bucks and the Colts? I, yeah, it's pretty clear down in Tampa Bay. Peyton Barber ain't gonna be the answer, so maybe he could fit in down there. And then the Colts. Well, looking at looking at the uh, they break down each team, each of the three teams I mentioned. You know why they would do it? Why <clears throat> he'd be a good fit? Under why they won't do it? Says the Jets already traded their second and sixth round picks in next year's draft. They added a third round selection from the Saints. There isn't a ton of draft currency for a team that needs a lot of pieces over the next several seasons. The Jets simply may not have the pieces to get a deal done. So now this is a story came out. Hold on, came out today at one thirty in the afternoon. So if something has happened since then, I, I there's no update on this story. Uh, let's say, <clears throat> when it comes to the Bucks, uh, this is interesting. <laughs> Why they'll do the trade? Desperation. The reality is quarterback Jameis Winston has to be a moderate success for his coaching staff and front office to survive long term. And it needs to start now. Uh... Hoping that adding Bell to the current mix might finally get Winston to transform into the franchise centerpiece Tampa Bay thought it was getting. 
But there's also the reality that Tampa is hanging around right now and very well might be in the playoff mix all season. Bell could significantly impact a postseason push that lifts all boats from the coaching staff to the front office to Winston. That would be a big deal to ownership, which is which has to be getting antsy with the lack of definitive forward leap in the past few seasons. <clears throat> Under why it's not, says is Bell worth sacrificing other key players with the Bucks cap situation in 18 and 19, someone would likely get left out in the cold. This is a team that still has to pay star linebacker Quan Alexander and anchor guard Ali Marpet. Is Tampa Bay going to lose one of those players for Bell after spending a second-round pick on Jones? Not likely. So it really sounds like uh, these are just teams that are interested, and they sent out feelers to Pittsburgh, but ultimately Pittsburgh might just be like, well, you can sit out the whole fucking season. We don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can refuse to play him. He could come back, and they could just bench him. I mean, if that if that's if 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 there's that much bad blood between the Steelers and Bell, that might be what happens. Pay the man his money. He's been the best running back every season that he's been active in the NFL, fantasy and otherwise. Why, <laughs> why don't they want to pay him? I don't understand it. It's because I, he's black. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i don't know man uh it, it 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 is a head shaker for me too i mean you have you know bell is not a you know every couple of years you're going to find that type of player he's a game changer he can single-handedly fucking win you a game. You have an aging quarterback. You know, wh- what are you going to do? Do you think that, what are the odds that they're going to replace Ben Roethlisberger with a better quarterback? I mean, how often do we honestly see that in the NFL? I mean, it's very rare when you get, like, you know, a Favre retires and a Rodgers steps up right to take his spot and does what, what, what Aaron Rodgers has done. Yeah. That doesn't happen all the time. Brady coming in for Bledsoe, don't... Only this seems well. If you do the math, it seems to be a once a decade thing. We're probably well, Fitzpatrick for Jameis. So, well, no, I'd say maybe we're, maybe we're seeing it with Mahomes for and Smith. Mahomes, man, yeah, Hol- thought there. Holy shit! Is this guy? Is this guy the real deal? I think this week summed it up, like locked it up. I mean, whether he is or he isn't, there's always the rich factor. As in, you need tape on him. You got no tape. You got no way to prepare for him. I suppose, but I mean, I mean, look at the 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 screenshot I sent you guys from this weekend. He now no, has no, the I, most touchdowns I, throughout the first three games, and the other, and the only, and for me, it wasn't the statistic that I noticed, as it was the other names on the list. Let me let me bring it up. The other names on the list were Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Uh, in order, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Dan Marino, Jim Kelly, Brett Favre. I mean that 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 is not a list of of amateurs. Nobody. Yeah, that's, not a list of meh. <laughs> that's that's pretty good company to be mentioned in. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, is this an indicator for the future? Like, are we going to be sitting here in ten years talking about this guy sitting here with like seven Super Bowl rings? Well, I don't know about all that, but the cat can play, man. He can flat out play. And but you really, you really got to wait until about the last part, maybe even the playoffs of this season, 
and then next season because I, I gotta I gotta buy in because there's a lot of evidence to support what Rich says. Well, I was gonna say, well, I was gonna say, you could say they got no film on him, but another stat they they said that he broke Sunday is he's done it to the most people. He's done it to nine different receivers in uh, yeah, he, thirty touchdowns to nine different receivers. That is the most. Yeah, he doesn't seem to be one of those guys that like has one or two favorites. And that's his go-to guys. He has no problem spreading that ball around. He's like, oh, right, right. you get a touchdown. And you get a you touchdown. Get a touchdown. And you get a touchdown. Everybody gets a touchdown. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a Tyreek Hill owner. That first week uh, is great. You know, second week is great. Last week, not so much. I mean, but, yeah, you see. Trust me, you had Kelsey that first week. You know what's yep. up. He, yet, yep. ball, he's spreading that ball around, man. He he does not seem to have a favorite receiver. His favorite receiver seems to be the open one. Yeah, this this isn't Montana to Rice era. Like uh, and, and, and we were talking about it in our chat this morning. Ice like it, and as of right now, uh, AFC and the Lombardi Trophy go through Kansas City. I mean, do you, do we see anybody really competing with this team? Three weeks. I know it's three weeks in, but not really. I mean, seriously, they they got a stout defense. It's not a stellar defense, just stout. Uh, it's mean. It, it'll hit you, and uh, their yeah. offense is absolutely, positively unstoppable. It gives up some points, though. That's the one knock I'll give against it. The defense has given up a few points. Well, as our Patriots, as we were talking, has shown. You can score as many points as you want, but you're not going to keep me from scoring. And all I need is a couple of minutes, and I'll win this game. Well, I'll say this. That Chiefs defense is really looking for an identity, and they're going the full-on, we don't give a fuck, we're the bad guy when we like it route. Because if you heard what, what Justin Houston had to say after Jimmy Garoppolo fucked his ACL up, he was like, I don't care, that was his fault. And yeah, pretty I, much. <laughs> I mean... How you doing in Dominican Sioux? Yeah, you know, it's like, hey, it's a man's game. People are going to be out here. You're going to get hurt. Sorry. Just how shit happens. I mean, he basically told him he should have stepped out of bounds. You know, that inch would have made a difference. You get to the yardage you need, you step out of bounds. You got to be smart. Garoppolo didn't do that. <laughs> See you next season. Yep. <laughs> exactly, so... Did Kaepernick end back up in San Francisco? No, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't cut him. He left. So it's not like there's bad blood. No, it's cost him everything. Remember, Nike, just do it. No, he's done. Fuck up the whole campaign. Well, I'll say this: Uh, there's already been a few different opinion pieces I've read in the last few weeks saying if Kaepernick is it was to sign with a team that that wouldn't hurt his collusion case and et cetera, et cetera. So basically in these people's opinions, he can have his cake and eat it too. And if that's the case, what team would be more likely to give him a contract? Yeah, the one he already had one with the one, the one, that- the, the one that probably is, has the most tolerant fan base to his protest. I mean, also gotta be honest there. That that that's got to be taken into consideration. Also, I mean, you you think he's going to sign with Houston, and there's not going to be a backlash against the team for that? No, that and, ain't happened. And they, they they need a quarterback now. You think they're putting all their eggs in the C.J. Beathard basket? 
Probably not. You don't like Besser? Beat hard? You don't like him? Shit, well, his, yeah. His mama bar- probably barely likes yeah. him. Well, I mean, you got you got this brewing quarterback controversy in Tampa. And to me, I'm of this opinion. Uh, you go with the hot hand. You dance with who brought you. You know, Jameis Winston, you're not all that great, dude. You're just and not. you got a lot of rust. Exactly. You know, and you got, you know, Fitzmagic out there setting records, not just Buccaneers records, NFL records. You know, Mike Evans and, 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 and uh, Jackson have now, like, entered the record books for the receiving duo with over 3000 or 3300 3, yards and uh i think it was what three touchdowns in their first three games Deshaun Grandpa Jackson I mean these guys weren't having these type of seasons with Winston tossing to them and i mean you got to ride Fitz until he's not hot anymore that's that's at least how i look at it yeah the loss this past week was not Fitz Fitz's fault it wasn't. He had three interceptions, three touchdowns, but the three interceptions, two of them, well, one of them was batted. The other one bounced off the chest of the receiver. And then the third one, he was just way back in the end zone, and yeah, he fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it. I, to me, it's, there's no controversy. It's just I not. see none. <laughs> I mean, look, I, Winston's had, what, Three seasons, four. This will be his fourth season. You know, if you were going to be the 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 world beater, the elite quarterback that you know Tampa Bay wants you to be, you'd already be it by now. Seriously, they want him to be like uh, what's his name up in Philly, not Foles, the other guy, Wentz. They want him to be like Carson Wentz, the uh, Sean out in uh, Houston, Patrick Mahomes. In Kansas City, that's what they drafted him for. Didn't they pass on Marcus Mariota for him? Yeah. And yeah. I mean, not for nothing, Mariota's looking pretty good in Tennessee. Well, I mean, the, the, the bottom line is the Bucks have never had a franchise quarterback. They could have, but they traded Steve Young. Period. End of story. That's the closest. That's the closest they came to having a franchise-defining quarterback. They tried with Josh Freeman. It didn't work. They got Jameis Winston. I'm willing to say, even as a Bucks fan, that experiment is is has been a failure. For the record, I mean, Winston has the better stats. I understand that, but he he doesn't have the wins that he needs. And once again, I'm not saying Fitz is a is a is a better player. But I am saying he's hot right now. You ride him until the wheels come off. Especially if you're the Bucks. No one was picking them to do what they've done so far. Nobody. People were looking at that schedule going, oh, you guys are going to get prison raped American history X style. Like, they're going to be sewing your anus up on a weekly basis. And they've come out and put up three impressive games against teams that I didn't give them a shot against. So, I, you know, is what it is. Uh, I, th- I, think, I, I think that the Yahoo Sports article brought up a good point. Um, if they make a playoff run, that probably just saved Dirk Cotter's fucking job in Tampa. And if he if he pulls Fitz and he puts Winston in there and Winston starts playing like he has, 
and the Bucks start losing like they have with him under center, that could cost him his job. So to me, the, the smart and only move he has is go with who's hot. You, you stay with Fitz, man. End of file. This is the, the year of putting in the backup. The Browns did it with, with Baker Mayfield. Uh, this past week, Bradford, have a fucking seat. How are you doing, Josh Allen? It's just it's the backup f- time, man. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> Dead silence because I actually agree with Earl. <laughs> Everybody waited for hell to freeze over. <laughs> yeah. The meteor is coming, I promise. <laughs> well, I mean, the facts are in your favor. Yeah. So, James Conner. What are you gonna do? Le'Veon, who? The Pittsburgh yeah, saying? Right. But no, they, 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 Pittsburgh needs Le'Veon Bell. Pittsburgh's probably three and zero with Le'Veon Bell. But yet, yeah, you brought it up that the Browns. Well, let's talk about it. They opened up the fridge in Cleveland. Oh yes, boy, how many? Did any horses get punched? <laughs> do we have any stories out of Cleveland about horses getting punched? No horses that I've heard about, but there was a knight handing out beer. Nice. Like a medieval night. <laughs> and they won on Thursday. So did, do we know where they opened that night? That Thursday night? I think night? they were open that night. Yeah, I think they were. Was there, was there a lot of hungover people in Cleveland come Monday or Friday morning? There was a lot of puking people calling in. That's what that shit yeah. was on Friday. A lot of low work attendance in the greater Cleveland area. Thursday morning or Wednesday or Friday morning. That's the one. <laughs> Yeah, and it, and it took, yeah, it took Tyrod or Tyrod or whatever the fuck is what we call him later is what we'll call him because Baker Mayfield came in and had Cleveland looked pretty decent, actually, with him at the helm. Oh, I'm not going to even try to sugarcoat this. He, he burnt that fucker up, dude. He turned up like, whoa. He turned the Brown Stadium into Oklahoma Sooner Stadium in a hurry. He's like number one that draft pick, bitch. Rock. That place was absolutely off the hinge. Yeah. The first time everybody played harder. offenses looked good. Yeah, seriously. Everybody played harder. Everybody made fucking what the fucking catches. You know, it was just sick. I was like, and this is the Browns? What the fuck? <laughs> well, that's... I, that goes to show you how much confidence a team can have with the right quarterback leading them. I mean, I, I, is anybody shocked that, that, that Baker is now the starting quarterback? Not no. even a little bit. I mean, it was basically the countdown until they put him in. It really was. Especially once, once uh, 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 Taylor fucked up his, what was it, his wrist in preseason, his, his non-throwing wrist. And it was like, okay. If this is going to be one of those type of seasons for him, we're going to be seeing Mayfield here soon. Yeah, and and they didn't just pull Taylor. He got, quote, hurt. Uh-huh. Sure. Well, I, you know. It's always a conspiracy theory with you, isn't it, Iceman? Well, I mean, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's a, Nothing, seriously. Nothing's ever as it I'm, seems with you. I'm not a sheep. I'm not going to be led to water and forced to drink it bullshit no i don't think he was hurt enough that he had to come out of the game and baker had to get ready he had to make sure he was prepared he said his prayers he ate his fucking vitamins he went on there and led him to victory no i i think they they were like okay seriously third week in a row all right taylor you had your shot 
Sorry, fall down. Fall down. I swear to God, I'm going to pull you. Fall down. They're like, we ain't doing this all season. And then he fell down. Oh, my neck. Oh, my back. Oh, my neck and my back. Give me my money. I'll settle out of court right now for <laughs> 150000 Well, no, it, it, But it worked. It fucking worked. It really did. Because I know you guys didn't see it. I know you didn't. You should have. Because that kid, Baker Mayfield, it was he was... He was electric, and it just electrified the entire stadium. The dog pound came back and everything. It was sick. And Jarvis Landry did an Odell Beckham-style fucking catch, and it was sick. We better. They paid him, they paid him Odell-type money. I, I literally checked twice on, on the uh, information. I'm like, this really Cleveland? I mean, I'm of the opinion yeah. that's half the reason why Josh Gordon got told to hit the road. Is they're like, hey, we paid this Jarvis Landry dude a shit ton of money to come here and catch the ball. So, see, yeah, we'll no, I'm, 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 I'm almost convinced that Hugh Jackson. I'm with Rich on this one. Hugh Jackson don't give a fuck who you are. I think he would tell Baker Mayfield to hit the bricks if he just if he went against the team because he seriously, Hugh Jackson has cut many people that people were like, wait, what? Why? No, don't. Oh, all right. Well, too late now. There had to be something he said to keep his job with the last two seasons he's had. Somebody liked what he said. And if he is the type of coach that comes in and goes, I don't give a fuck who you are. One strike policy applies. And if you bullshit me, you're, I'm going to bounce you out of here. You know? I, sometimes that's There's, what a team needs. Sometimes that tough love is what a team needs. Maybe Josh Gordon talked about his mama. We'll never know. I think Josh Gordon just became uh, not worth the hassle. You know, what if, I, what if he fell off the bandwagon? What do you mean? Wasn't he a drug addict, right? Or an alcoholic drug, or something? Drug, smoking, weed smoker. Drug addict. Well, whatever. It's not yeah. legal in Cleveland. Oh, jo- okay. But Josh Gordon did his job. To, he had one. He had one target, one catch, one touchdown. So the one time we threw the ball to him this season, he caught it and he scored. Yeah, but it ain't all about football either. Like I just said, he Hugh Jackson is that guy that is. If you go against him, you're gone. There's another guy like that. His name's Bill Belichick. You might have heard of him. I don't He's even think it's that, any I professional. I don't even think it's necessarily going against him. I think it's. If you show that you are not a team player and you're not going to buy into his system 100%, yeah, yep. then he'll bounce your ass. And it doesn't matter who you are. That's right. Bill Belichick, same way. <sighs> Please stop. Come on. Nope. Nope. I Bill understand Belichick. what you're saying, yep. but I mean, please, Hugh Jackson to Bill Belichick, I mean, two different ends of the spectrum. We're not. I, well, look, I'm not agreeing that he's on par with Belichick. That's that's ridiculous. What I'm saying is they they have they both have the same type of outlook, mindsets. About yeah. Yes. That's what I was saying. <laughs> okay. We'll go. I with mean, that. he's 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 got a good Belichick. what twenty years <laughs> of winning ahead of him before we can even begin to talk about him in the same mm-hmm. breath. Look, you know. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if Hugh Jackson wins the next ten Super Bowls. He's not Bill Belichick. He's not even close. But the, like you guys said, the mindset of if you're not in the system and you're not in the team play, you're gone. 
Same thing Bill Belichick had. That's all I was saying. Bill Belichick sees a field completely different. If you guys have ever seen the movie A Beautiful Mind with Russell Crowe, that's Bill Belichick when he looks at a fucking football field. So he has <laughs> an invisible Ed Harris telling him what plays to run? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And it looks like Tom Landry every fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's got a, a, a cowboy hat. The same fedora and everything. No, he's, he's got Jennifer, Jennifer Conley's uh, husband and a, and a little girl on the sidelines. Do a quarterback sneak. Do a quarterback sneak. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not listening to you. I'm ignoring you. <laughs> and Gronk's sitting there going, I didn't say anything, Coach. What the, are you all right? <laughs> Gronk's like, yeah, and the people say I got fucked up and did brain damage to myself with all the party. And what the fuck's wrong with you? You all right, Coach? Who runs up to Tom Brady? I'm Batman. What the <laughs> fuck? Okay, I'm done. Retiring next year. That's it. All right. So, so some more. We'll use your phrase. What the fuckings from this week? That's, that's what it is. Hey, Minnesota. How's it going? You like that? No, you didn't. Fucking. Where, where do we even begin with that game? I'll tell you where we begin with that game. Let's look at the Bills. Huh. Who's the Bills quarterback? Not Nathan. No. Allen. How you doing, buddy? It's the year of the backup. I'm telling you. Josh Allen. What's going down, buddy? But that's another offense with... Who who are you throwing the ball to? Kelvin Benjamin has proved he had one good year with the Panthers. And that's pretty much been it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the best part of that offense didn't start on Sunday. It was Shady McCoy. You got old and busted Chris Ivory as your running back. I mean, you know, it was... Was Sunday just a trap game for Minnesota? No. Uh-uh. Nobody saw this coming. But that's eight different receivers that caught a pass from him. Nobody knows anything about Josh Allen. That's that backup part, quarterback shit that, you know, the third weekend, let's put the backup in. It can electrify everything. Fuck everybody up. Minnesota wasn't ready for that. If Minnesota played him next week, they have half, I would say, 80% chance of reversing the score that is what what was last week. But nobody nobody had any idea what to expect from this cat. None. So you're saying whoever played them last week loses to them. The Los I, Angeles I Rams played them last week, and they no, lose to them. No, you can't go with the Los Angeles Rams. Jesus Christ. That team is stacked, packed, and ready to attack, dude. That's You can't use that team. I, I, I'm just... I'm just more inclined to think that I, I think Minnesota didn't take the game seriously, quite honestly. Oh, 100%. That was going to be like, ah, whatever. Buffalo's a pile of shit this year. We can phone this in. That's right. kind of I was. That's kind of what I was waiting to say. It's like, I think, I think the Vikings started believing their own press a little bit too much and made the mistake of going out there and, you know, just, you know, uh, our sheer will will beat them. And the Bills were like, well, we got nothing to lose, so... Let's just throw it all over the place and see what happens. And it worked. Much. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> yeah, and the, by the time the, the Vikings figured it out, it was too late. And the Vikings did figure it out, by the way. They didn't score in the second half. Buffalo didn't. But they fucked them up in the first half. You haven't needed Minnesota. Well, that's your boy, though. That's, that's Kirk Cousins. Hey. Mr. 80 million guaranteed himself. Hey, he still threw the fuck. He still threw tons of shit to Kyle Rudolph and tons of shit to uh, Thielen. That's your fantasy speaking, dog. 
Uh, no, but it's, I mean, he's still connected to, you know, Diggs wasn't in that game. To me, Diggs is the X factor on that team. Uh, he's fast. Oh. He catches everything. I, dude, I can't get with you on this. My man had uh, 55 attempts passing. Completed 40 of them for 296 yards. Seriously, stop it. Stop it. Stop what? 296 yards. You got 40 yeah. completions. That's a good game. Stop it. What the fuck? No. What, 300 yards isn't a good game? On 40 completions? What's a good game to you? Are you serious? No, really. Stop answering. Stop. Stop. Okay, I'll Stop tell you answering what. my questions with questions and Ryan answer my questions. Ryan Fitzpatrick completed 30 passes for 400. 72% completion percentage is not good to you? That's what 40 out of 55 is. 30 completions. 10 less than he had. Kirk Cousins had 10 less, got 411, and three touchdowns, by the way. Kurt only got one. So Stop 72% it. completion and 300 yards is not good to you. Not on 40. No. Not on 40 completions. It, again, 72% completion percentage. You can say that all you want. All, right. all you want. 40 completions. 294 yards. No. Stop it. Well, look, I know there is no such thing as moral victories in the NFL. But if you're if you're the Vikings, you got to be going, well, at least our defense made adjustments that they should have. Now, if our off, only if our offense could have. I mean, if you're trying to take something positive from that game. I mean, because <laughs> on no planet or alternate universe should the Vikings have lost that game. No. no That's all just... All there is to it, not like that. I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't even put up points on the board until the fourth quarter. Come on, man. This is supposed to be like you know the powerhouse fucking team of the NFC North. You know, give the Packers a run for their money. Which, by the way, oops. By the way, the by goat the way, the- has a sixty-four percent all-time completion percentage. Oh my god, you're still there, dude. Patrick Mahomes by half, half of what Kirk Cousins completed. And got 311 yards with half of the completions. Patrick Mahomes right now has a 65.6 completion percentage on his career. And 3-0. and Shush. You're right. Oops. Packers. <laughs> you got beat by, by an aged old Adrian Peterson. That's hilarious. Packers got beat by another, that's another sentence that I've said throughout this podcast. Who are you throwing the ball to? Who's who's your big play receiver in Green Bay? Geronimo Allison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Cobb. Who's running the ball? That offense right now is Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Graham. Two gentlemen who'll be retired within the next five to ten years. Probably closer to five. Well, I mean, I do have to say, it appears that I was wrong about Adrian Peterson. He still has something left in the tank. Now, I don't know if he's going to be able to keep it up all season. Uh, if I was a betting man, I would say no. But, dude. He's looking like 2011 Adrian Peterson last week. Exactly. Exactly. Made me shut my mouth quick, fast, and in a hurry. Like, seriously, I'm like, oh, oh I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hear this on the show. <laughs> like, I'm watching the game, and I'm watching the stats, and I'm like, Hopefully no one remembers that I said that. <laughs> uh, penalties played a huge, huge part in this game. I mean, I, we already talked about Clay Matthews 
Seriously. They sacked Alex Smith. Sacked him. Had the ball in his hand. Put him on the ground. Flag. That happened, I think, three different times with Clay Matthews and Alex Smith. That's how you get a 17-31 beat. Well, I mean, I've heard people say this, and I think it's a little ridiculous, but I don't know, man. <laughs> how far are we away from, you know, two-hand touch on the quarterback, and he's down? Like, any oh. contact you have with him, he's considered down. No, we're there. We are literally there, dude. If you guys have, watch a football game, if you land on the quarterback, you're getting flagged for roughing the passer. End of file. That's it. No question. Flag. If you wrap your arms around him, and you both land on the ground, and you're on top of them when the play's over, flag. This is an exaggeration. I'm not making shit up. I'm telling you the truth. So, in other words, yippee. We're at flag football for the quarterbacks now. We are. Wow. As Chris would say, neat. Yeah, good times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I, you know, I, I, I got to agree with Clay Matthews. I. What is he supposed to do? Like seriously, what what is what are you supposed to do now? You can't play fo- you can't you can't play football anymore with the quarterback. I mean, so so, so what is the point of, of rushing the passer? Because everybody should just drop back in coverage, right? That's what this game's going to turn into. Can you even dive at his feet? Is that still allowed? I, I don't even know anymore. Have you guys seen it? Seen it? The hit? The hit? Yeah. Chris, have you seen the hit? No. Here, this is the saddest thing I've ever seen as a defensive player. I am a defensive player. I know what a roughing is and what it isn't. Correct. This you were was a, sack. a defensive player. This was a sack, pure and simple. No roughing. My man's holding the football. Clay Matthews wraps his arms around him, drives him into the ground as he should. Clean hit. No helmet to helmet. Nothing. Right between the, the knees and, and the shoulders. One of the cleanest tackles I've ever seen. Let's go. As soon as they're on the ground, he puts his arms up. Flag. Well, that's why I agreed with his statement when he said, this league's going in a direction I think a lot of people don't like. I think they're getting soft. Absolutely. 100%. I saw nothing wrong with that hit. Yeah, it wasn't he, excessive. Yeah, he, His arm wasn't in a forward motion. Yeah, no, that's a sack. Look at this again. For a third but time. But this is... But, I mean, what... What do we expect at this point, guys? They want no, no. high. They no. want high-scoring games, bro. Seriously, I did not expect that. Seriously, I, that's just a bridge too far for me. Well, maybe not expecting it right now, but I definitely expected it to happen it, eventually. In, you know what? That's bullshit because I did. We we talked about it. and We talked about it coming. I thought, and we said I, it would be twenty years from now. Yeah, it's that's today. what I'm saying. Yeah. It's today. You cannot. And, and th- that hit was all across the NFL last week. That's why they're having this meeting. They are having a meeting to talk about that very rule, a rough in the passer rule. They're trying to protect the quarterback. And I get it. But I think if he's holding the ball and you wrap him up and tackle him, regardless of whether you land on him or not, if he's holding the ball, it's a sack. If he's throwing the ball and you run up and you put him on the ground and you stomp on him and, you know, Okay, that's roughing, but come on, man. Otherwise, put him on a fucking pedestal like a fucking American gladiator and just let him shoot it out of a machine. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's going to get to the point where the NFL, they want these high-scoring shootout-type games, and they're going to make sure they get them one way or the other. I, it, all there is to it. And if it turns into you can't lay a finger on the quarterback, then so fucking be it. They don't care. I mean, here's the way the owners are looking at it. They invest a lot of money in quarterbacks. They don't want a quarterback 
to risk getting hurt. I mean, look, we, we already brought it up, but look what happened with Garoppolo. You know, see ya. Went from, right. the go- went, went from the goat to the scapegoat in the, in, the, in the span of three games this season. Right. And the, and this roughing call came from last season when Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone because somebody landed on him. Superstar rules? No, it really is, dude. Seriously. I was going to say, Aaron is, this, Rogers, is this the Brady rule? He's old it, man. It's Keep an your Aaron hands Rod- off him. Aaron Rodgers rule because he landed and got his fucking collarbone broken. Now, if you land on the quarterback, it's roughing the passer. Doesn't matter if he has the ball. Doesn't matter if you hit him properly. Doesn't matter if he touched his helmet. If your fat ass lands on the quarterback on the ground and can't defy Newton and his laws of physics and gravity, you're fucking roughing. I know and it's a flag. What, what's he supposed? What's he supposed to do? Make contact with the quarterback and then make like Bugs Bunny in the Ether cartoon and just float. There was, the a quarterback. Of, there was a couple of plays that they talked Whoa. about. Hey, get the mic out of your throat. Sorry, I was scratching. There we go. There there was a couple of plays talking about when uh, they, they put their arms around the waist of the quarterback and then threw him, like, literally tr- tr- treated him like a shot put where they go around in a circle and throw him down. Seriously, they just pick him up and toss him down to the ground, and that's not a flag. If you land on the quarterback, that's a that's a flag. That's roughing. Which is so what you I said. So what? A Aaron went and complained to to Uncle Roger. Now there's a rule. Well, see, it, it, here's the fucked up thing. It's not even a superstar rule. It's a quarterback rule. It's a quarterback, quarterback. rule. Yeah. But then we'll really see how much of a quarterback rule it is when it's you know you these backup quarterbacks getting sacked and landed on. And if they start, if they if they continue to call that, then yeah, it's a quarterback rule. You know who would be really pissed off? I think right now. Everybody who never played. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say everybody who everybody who ever played defense before 2010. Like this is bullshit. So they're basically saying my entire career is dirty. Was it Deacon Jones who coined the term sack? That man used to go back there with nothing but bad intentions to try and take the quarterback's head off. I mean, they would they would they would probably throw him out of the league these days. So yeah, I. Uh, is Michael Strahan in the Hall of Fame now? How many of those what don't count Alfie? anymore? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> the best acting job LT ever did was when he was like, oh, I'm so concerned about concerned about Theisman. Come out here and help him. Meanwhile, inside, he's like, that's right. Yeah. Take his socks. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's done playing? You. <laughs> Career. Over. Well, I mean, but LT changed the game. They had the game plan for that man. He made the, the, one of the, the you know, the, the middle linebacker just completely different than it used to be. Absolutely. The, the the line they used for his character in any given Sunday was written about LT, not his character in the movie. That man made quantum leaps in the, line, in the middle linebacker position. He changed the position. He changed the way the game's played. He absolutely did. And nowadays, he would be fucking declawed and defanged. No, nowadays, he would be, he, he wouldn't be able to play. They'd kick him out of the league. If he was in his prime right now, right this very minute, on a team, they would kick him out of the league. They would, in, indefinite suspension. I, and uh, here's the thing I agree with you. Because Indomitian Sue was just about to teeter. On that LT from the defensive position, defensive tackle position, and they did everything but kick him out of the league. Well, there's but, there's there's some NFL executives that dined really well on his fines for a couple of years there. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. They fined him. They suspended him. They, they did everything but kick him out indefinitely. And Indomitian Sue just didn't get mad. He got even. He started kicking people in the nuts, stepping on Roger's arms, stomping <laughs> on the fucking offensive linemen. He was like, okay, whatever, bitch. Now he's on the Rams. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. the 3-0 and Rams. <laughs> that, that is the powerhouse. If anybody needs to be worried, Kansas City needs to be worried. Let's say Rams, Kansas City, Super Bowl. Is that it, after three weeks? Is that a fair assumption? Yeah, it's you, very fair. The only reason I wouldn't co-sign on that 100% is it is football. Yeah. We're, everybody's one play away from their season being completely changed because they lose a player. I mean, but the Rams are stacked. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, the, they are building to win now. They're like, take our draft picks. We're going to bring in the players that have... Proven track records. We're looking to win now. And with the Rams, I say, who are you throwing the ball to in a good way? Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, Cooper Cup. Who are you throwing the ball to? Everybody. <laughs> exactly. I think in backfield, there's Todd Gurley and everybody else. I was just going to say Todd Gurley. Anybody else need to be named? No. Yeah. Moving on. And Jared Goff is just an average quarterback, just loving it. Because he's just got all the... I mean, really, all, all you got to do to be on that and that offense and be the quarterback is be competent. You have all the pieces around you to succeed. Jared Goff reminds me of Troy Aikman, for real. Right place, <laughs> right time. Right. Troy! <laughs> he, he does. Blue, steely eyes look right through you. So you're saying that he's a closet case? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying that it, he he's at the right place at the right time, surrounded by superstars. All he has to do is go, all right, I'll, I'll let you have this one, or you can have this one. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't even have to try. Basically, all he, all he has to do is go out there and not lose the game for him. Right. Don't throw it to the other person, the other team. That's it. Mm-hmm. And they played a decent Chargers team. I mean, they got Phillip. They got Melvin Gordon. They got Keenan Allen. They got this Mike Williams guy coming out of nowhere. Dude, they, they got Antonio Gates. <laughs> old and busted Antonio Gates. I love him, dude. I do. I don't give a fuck. He's my Tony. fucking age and still playing football. But it's, yeah, I mean, you know, Battle is Los Angeles. We know who won that one. And there was no secret about that. And then uh, what? What else here? What are the? Oh, how, how about them Saints? Yeah, Drew Brees is old. He sucks. Right, Ice. He is old. He does suck. Four hundred yards, three TDs. Uh, what record did he break this Sunday? <laughs> The no, geriatric record? No, seriously, know. he he broke uh, he broke a record this Sunday, some kind of all time record. Stand by, uh, he broke Brett Favre's uh, record for most completions in a career with his old ass. Yeah, well, with his old ass, you said it. You stay long enough, you're going to break a record. Well, he did. Uh, yeah. I <laughs> look. Uh, man, I, I never said that Drew Brees wasn't a great quarterback. He is a great best quarterback in the league this year, right behind Mahomes after three weeks. Right. He is a great quarterback. It just, he's not what he used to be. That's all. 
Well, it's not what it used to be. Is better than 30 other quarterbacks in the league right now. He was an elite quarterback in his prime, Haas. What? So the fact that he's above average now surprises nobody. Man, you are a tough audience. You're right. <laughs> I know for a Lions fan. Yeah, I know, right? Figure the bar would be pretty low. Not a Lions fan. Right. Not a Lions fan, y'all. Uh-huh. Made it many times this year. Not it. One, two, three. Not it. Lions beat the Patriots. You were the Still only person in the group chat who stated that they whooped New England's ass. Well, yeah, they did. Did you read the rest of the text? I knew it. I knew it. I knew they could do Oh, wait. There's two minutes left. Brady could still win. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Lions being the Lions. You said that Le'Veon Bell could come here because that the Lions just whipped New England's ass. Hey, I'm not not pulling for them to win. I, I've said Which, which one times. is it? Or are you not a fan? So which one is I, it, Ice? I, 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 will, I will sit and, and cry and go, thank you, God, for proving me wrong. But I don't think they will. Prove me wrong. They are not going to prove me wrong. So is anyone buying the 3-0 and Dolphins? No, hell no. Uh-uh. Not even a little bit. They, they haven't played you, anybody. You talk about, you're talking about who you're throwing to. They Name play, somebody that they're throwing to. They play Amendola? Really? Yeah, that's about it. That's the biggest name on their offense. Ryan Tannehill. Stop it. <laughs> See, they played Chucky. They played Tennessee. Who they play? Oh, the Jets. When your quarterback has more yards than your running backs in rushing, nah, I'm good. Because and your no, rush is Frank Gore. Uh, no, there's only three unbeaten teams right now. It's the the Rams, the Chiefs, and the Dolphins. Think we <laughs> think we'd have been saying that after week three? No, oh, at the whole time. What is it, 1981? The Rams, <laughs> the Chiefs, and the Dolphins are all unbeaten? Well, man, I got to say, uh, this Chucky experiment out there in Oakland isn't exactly starting off as a roaring success. And, I mean, it, it, it's it's early in the season, but I got to I gotta wonder if he's thinking, why the fuck didn't I just stay in the fucking Monday night booth? What wasn't a roaring success? What was your first clue, Rich? The O or the three? <laughs> Chucky's calling up his old pals at ESPN, going, "Hey, uh, can we keep can we keep that seat warm for next season?" <laughs> I well, you can't be too you can't be too excited if you're a fucking Raiders fan. I mean, he he showed up with all this excitement, right? And and what's he delivered on exactly? Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, on top of that, come in, get rid of one of the best defensive players in the league right now, if not the best. I mean... No, he's the best. There's no question. Yeah, I, I, I'm just like, what, what do you do? What, what, do you, what are you trying to... How are you trying to spin this? You know what I'm saying? To where it, it's something positive. Is it even... It, it, go ahead. It's, it's kind of like Harbaugh in Michigan. You're supposed to be this quarterback guru... But yet this game, your quarterback threw two picks and a touchdown. 27 to 39 with 345 yards. Come on now. Come on. Aren't you supposed to have like two touchdowns and no interceptions or at least three and one something? It's still, well, that's 69%. That's still pretty good. But you get off the percentage. Good God, man. Okay. 
Take, I'll, I'll quote you. Okay. <laughs> I can tell you that there's a, you know, a, a comet that's going to kill the Earth, and you're going to tell me there's a 60% chance it's going to miss us. Guess what? I'm still taking the spacecraft off this rock. Jesus Christ. Okay, calm down. You ain't got Elon Musk on fucking speed dial. Yeah. You dying <laughs> like the rest of us, asshole. I was just saying. I tell you that Fitzpatrick completed 30 of his 50, and that's what in in completion percentage? Uh, that's 66%. Yeah, but he also has three touchdowns and three interceptions, and he lost. Stop with the percentage. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the, the Jaguars, after beating the Patriots, can't even beat the Titans. Can't beat their meat. Six the, points. The fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty pathetic game all around. Yeah, if, we, if you want to talk about percentage and everything, 21 to 34, 155 yards. No interceptions, however. No TDs. Oral as your fucking has been. Never was. I mean, f- wow. How your tune has changed in a week. Jesus Christ. Blake Bortles was like the second coming of Jesus Christ last week. And also, they're two and one. I mean, let's, let's, let's not slam our hand on the panic button for the Jags right quick I'm here. I'm not panicked. Okay. I'm close to panic. Uh, the Giants get a win over the Texans. Just disappointed, that's all. The Bears. The Giants, that, that has to be the biggest what the fuckings I've seen. Why? The Giants beating the Texans. Why? Texas ain't shit. They're 0-3. Yeah, but Deshaun Watson last season was just non-unstoppable tape. Uh, unstoppable in what? The three games he played? Yeah, he played over half a season, I think. But again, I ask, you got Will Fuller. Okay, so he actually has some receivers. He's got Will Fuller. He's got uh, DeAndre Hopkins. But mm-hmm. who's your tight end? By the way. What's that? DeAndre Hopkins is the man. Yeah, but it was your tight end, and you got broken-down-ass Lamar Miller in your backfield. And J.J. Watt can't play every position on defense, so. <laughs> and Javon Clowney, well, man. Uh, the, the Bears barely beat the Cardinals. Once again, who had who had the impact on the Bears beating the Cardinals? Who do you think that was? Their starting quarterback? Mac, five tackles, two sacks. Mm-hmm. Guy's a fucking beast, dude. But I, but in as as much as I would like to say the Bears have turned it around, you barely beat the Cardinals. Yeah, you barely beat Sam Bradford and Josh Rosen. Yeah, like that. You might have to find a little bit more explosive explosiveness on your offense. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> And then, yeah, Monday night, I mean, we talked about it. Steelers beating the Buccaneers. Uh, Steelers played one half of football. To be fair, so did the Buccaneers. (laughs) 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 But they played it in, like, the first and the fourth quarter. They took they took those those two periods in the middle off. Like I said, I'm just enjoying the ride. I, I don't think this is I don't think this Bucks team is for real. I just don't. Yeah, time will tell. I the likelihood of Fitz staying this hot is 
slim, in my opinion. Uh, that offense is playing out of their mind. That can't continue. That defense isn't all that great. That's an issue. I mean, it's just... Enjoy it while you can, Bucks fans. All five of you. Yeah. The Colts got beat by the Eagles. Andrew Luck got replaced at the end because his arm strength wasn't good enough to throw the Hail Mary. Yeah, there's a guy who I just don't think him and the NFL are going to work out. Yeah, I, I I hate to say it because for a minute there, it looked like he was going to, you know, <clears throat> be part of that new blood coming in. But, yeah, I just... He he just doesn't have it, and on top of that, he you can't be that injury prone and be in this league. Yeah. It's just not going to work out. It has to, that has nothing to do with his ability. That's just bad luck. I mean, unless unless his conditioning is garbage, and we just haven't heard about it. I don't know. But, I just tell him go back to the burbs. Yeah, or it's uh, to uh, is. Uh, you can go start hanging out with the Geico caveman. Something. That's what he really reminded me of. I was like, man, this motherfucker looks like one of those cavemen on the insurance commercials. <laughs> he looks like a Civil War uh, reenactment. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, with that patchy-ass beard. Uh, yeah, he is not a handsome man. No, no. That's talent <laughs> that got him where he's at. That ain't looks. So shall we talk about the college games before we get into the picks? Oh, dude, you missed the Bengals and the Panthers? I didn't miss Bengals and the Panthers. Nobody missed the Bengals yeah. and the Panthers. <laughs> yeah. We see you've been missing a lot of work lately. I wouldn't exactly say missing it is more it, like it. It was the Bengals and the Panthers. You know what? I, you know what I will tell you. When I was watching the, that uh, that game on Red Zone this Sunday, I had this thought of like, this is two very average teams going at it. This is why this looks like a good game. It's kind of like the same thing with Seattle and, and Dallas. These are two middle-of-the-pack teams that are, this looks like a good game because they're just two middle-of-the-pack teams going at it. Now, if you want to talk about a panic button, Dallas, hit it hard. They need a receiver. They need something, dude. Zeke cannot be your entire offense. And right now he is. He has almost as many rushing yards as Prescott had passing yards. That's fucked up. You better call Dez and go, hey, we're sorry. Can you come back, please? That's not going to happen. That I think no. that, that bridge has been nuked. Fuck burn. They dropped. They, they pulled an aliens. Nuke it from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. Well, they need somebody. We know what will uh, happen. Uncle Jerry will flip out and... I mean, what's the over-under on whether he makes some sort of crazy trade before the fucking trade deadline? Like some desperation trade. It's like, why the fuck did you do that? It's going to be something. Seriously, Alan Hearns is your number one receiver. Who the fuck is Alan Hearns? (laughs) He was good enough to be second string in Jacksonville. Was he like Tommy Hearns' third cousin? That's twice removed. Yeah, and with the with the hillbilly spelling of H U R N S. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that going around this year in the NFL. Who's catching the ball? Well, I'll tell you one thing because this is something I wanted to mention before we moved off it, but I forgot. Vance McDonald. Anybody know who that is? Yeah, he's Pittsburgh's tight end. They can't stay healthy. Yeah, yeah, ran right over the Bucks' uh, de- defensive back. 
<laughs> Put them. It stiff arm sent them to the IR. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 I was dying. Uh, who's who's what's what's the 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 WWE commentator Jim something or another Jim J- Ross oh Jr. Jim yeah, Ross they put his commentary on that <laughs> stiff arm <laughs> nice someone someone did that and I was like you got to be shitting me you call it That's a great. did he call it a slobber knocker oh I can't I just I was too busy laughing I was like you got to be killing this is this is hilarious. Uh, yeah, and, I, and and the other thing, I uh, unfortunately, the Bucks defense one more time, Rich. They were playing baseball in the middle of a football game. This guy is looking at the the defensive back is looking at the football. Okay, thrown by Ben. He's like, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get. It. I'm gonna get it. Runs out of the end zone. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. And smacks off the back of the wall. <laughs> That's my Bucks. Dude, the, the announcer's like, uh, and, and they're going to attend to him for a minute. We'll be right back. <laughs> didn't know what to say. He was like, did he just, yeah, he just ran out of the end zone into the back of the wall and had no clue. <laughs> uh, and this is, like I said, I'm just enjoying the ride. <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, oh, shit, he's knocked himself out. <laughs> So college, what is there to talk about? Michigan Nothing. housing Nebraska. It's Nebraska. It was nice. I was in Nebraska earlier that week. Going, hey, you guys, ready to get housed by Michigan? They're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just like, well, we just accepted it. Yeah. Well, they just they know they're not good this year. So just yeah, they were like, yeah, we know. I was like, hey, I'm a state fan, but just so you know, you guys are gonna get trucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, wake me up on Michigan plays someone who actually matters. Yeah. And oh, and by the way, wins the game. It's true. Not just plays the game, but wins the game. Yeah, because State had a similar week. You beat Indiana. Yay. Same basketball, motherfucker. Hey Rich. Yeah. Maybe this I, I misspoke earlier in the podcast. Maybe this will help out. Max Scherzer. Has 300 strikeouts this season. Yeah. Damn. That, damn. Even when we talk about football, you got to go back to other shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Damn. 300 in one season? We were teacher conferences all like, Earl has focus problems. <laughs> no, I just wanted to correct a mistake. All right. Keep has going. trouble concentrating on his schoolwork. Spow! Uh, I knew him during high school. You're not far off. Yes. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Graduated Are You High with a 3.9. Shut your mouth. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, yeah, I guess, you, you know, you kind of said it all, Rich. With the, is there, was there really anything to talk about with the college games this week? I mean, both teams did what they were supposed to against teams that weren't very good. So we'll... Uh, yeah, I, they they both have one loss. They both are one and zero in the division. So yeah, I, it's isn't October generally where the season's won and lost in college football? Seems to be. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, I mean, Michigan. You got you got to play State. You got to play Wisconsin. Uh, and the, 
shit. I think Penn State all in all in uh, October. So good luck. <laughs> not looking for. I'm not looking forward to those to those games. Let's put it that way. Michigan's next month is Northwestern, Maryland, Wisconsin, and MSU. They get to they get to start off November with Penn State. <sighs> Yay! Just uh, really can't can't we just like get an uh, an eight and like five season get it done and over with and move on to next year? Well, I, they should. You know, here's 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 my worry. They brought in Harbaugh to get them over the hump and make them a national contender. I've yet to see anything from Harbaugh that says he's capable of doing that. They should be going into Wisconsin 5-1. and They've got Northwestern and Maryland the next two weeks. That should be W and W. And the losses are Notre Dame, Wisconsin, Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State. So yeah, there's 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 eight and five. That's what I'm saying. Here's here's my concern. Michigan is just going to be happy with the well. Every once in a while, we'll compete for the Big Ten championship, and we'll play a, a bowl game that matters, and we'll just piddle along, doing between eight and five and ten and three, and they'll ne- they'll never really sniff a national championship. That's my concern with Harbaugh, because it, it it's became just crystal clear to me that the majority of Michigan fans are very happy with Harbaugh where he's at. And I don't understand that. You didn't bring him in to compete for the Big Ten. You were doing that with Brady Hoke. You brought him in to put you on the national map to contend for national championships. And he hasn't even sniffed it yet. By the way, uh, Uncle Urban had already won his first national championship at Ohio State in three years. And if that's the team in, in in, in your conference the big 10 that you're 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 which i think it's laughable if they're putting themselves up against ohio state considering that michigan state's been neck deep in their ass for a decade i mean you're really that's that's really a big slap in the face to michigan state if that's how they're looking at shit i mean here's how you got to break it down remember pedro martinez what he said about pitching against the yankees i just got to tip my hat and call him my daddy that's michigan state if you're a michigan fan they're your daddy. That's all there is to it. You've won what? One game in a decade? Or two? No, two games. Two games. That's it? Yeah. No. And you're, and you're wanting to put yourself up there and say somehow that you're on par with Ohio State? Get the fuck out of here. Three of your special teams, you know, has it shit together. Isn't Uncle Urban's suspension up this week? Who's up? Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're yeah out three of, games. That's it. They're out of the non-conference part of the schedule, so his suspension's over. <laughs> <laughs> Now that we've played these warm-up games, bring them back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now that they're 3-0. and Yeah, get off the phone. Get on the sideline. I'm sorry, they're 4-0, and and they're, yeah, they're number four in the country. Well, I... They're, I, they're playing Penn State this week, so that'll be a test for them. But, oh, my God, Ohio State, the rest of their schedule, Jesus Christ, they're going to go to the title game again. The rest of Ohio State schedule, they have Penn State this week. Then they have Indiana, Minnesota, Purdue, Nebraska. <laughs> then they have Michigan State, Maryland, and Michigan. They, the only ranked teams they play for the rest of the season are Penn State, Michigan State, and Michigan. And there's a, I think there's a very good chance Michigan isn't ranked by the time they meet them, especially if they, ta- if they take all the losses I predicted for them to take. So, I mean, that's, 
That's a give me. I mean, I've seen nothing from Michigan that tells me that they can even come close to hanging with Ohio State this season. I, I just... I, inconsistent is the word that keeps coming to mind. They, they do not execute for the entire game. One play, they look like world beaters. The next play, they look like a shitty fucking high school team. And I do not understand that. This is four years in. Harbaugh, get your shit together. I am hearing get your this shit from, together! I am hearing this more and more that he needs to he needs to focus on the overall team scheme and the culture of the team and actually bring in like oh I don't know offensive coordinators you, you know what I'm saying like like people he needs to put good people surrounding him because he's just trying to do too much and if that's the case then please bring in some people because whatever you're doing isn't working this is not it, at no point in his tenure here at Michigan does he look like he's leading a team to compete for a national championship and that's, I, I know I'm harping on it, guys, but that's what he was brought here to do, period. End of story. Yeah, shouldn't we that's, have, like, two national championships by now? Should have at least made the playoffs by now. Should we be back in football factory mode? I mean, look. You should be at least excited to see them play. Rich Rod was brought in to update... The three yard in the cloud of dust, old school, you know, Bo Schembechler mentality of Michigan football to drag it kicking and screaming into the 21st century with a spread offense. It didn't work. All right. Brady Hope come back in, implemented a pro style offense, had some success. Here comes Harbaugh, supposed to be the quarterback whisperer, supposed to be this, this offensive guru. And what have we seen? I mean, his record is essentially the same as Brady Hoke's through all the through the same amount of time. How is that an upgrade? That's a lateral move. That's not a step forward. So, yeah, I, I'm going to be harsh on him. You're not you're not doing what you were brought here to do. Rich Rod didn't do what he was brought here to do. They bounced his ass out. Brady Hoke didn't didn't win at the clip that they thought he should. They bounced his ass out. Harbaugh was hailed as the savior, Jesus in khakis, and he's basically got the same record as fucking Hoke. Why has he not literally got one foot out the door? Because he saved a lady from a car accident. I forgot about that, yeah. He takes his shirt off during practice. (laughs) He has the Attack Each Day podcast with Jim Harbaugh. He, 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 He slept over at a potential recruit's house. Fucked his mother. Oh, wait. Oh, God. Well, let's get to these picks because you know what? This year is just, I'm already done with fantasy football and I'm done with the picks. The only reason I'm doing anything (laughs) with either of them is because I'm obligated to. So let's just get this shit over with. I don't know where Ice is getting. We all had a horrible week. Ice had not the greatest. We all still did relatively well. The The picks weren't that bad. You did the worst out of all of us. Don't get it twisted there, Iceman. <laughs> but, but, yeah, we didn't, you know, the house wasn't on fire here with the picks. It felt like it. To be honest with you, I was like, oh, my God. Dude, that Lions-Patriots game is what left me going, scratching my head, going, the fuck? <laughs> like, seriously. Like, I honestly, I, I totally miscalled that. 
totally oh. miscalled that. Well, everybody did. <sighs> well, are we still? Are are we all above five hundred still? Oh yeah. Okay, then I guess we're not that bad. All right. Yeah. Uh, Rich and I, we are. We're tied for first. Uh, we both are 32, 19, and 2 with a 604 winning percentage. Iceman, 30, 21, and 2 with 566. So, Rich, I'll let you have the honor since I won last week. We're tied. We'll let you go. We'll let ice, you. You, ice you me. All right. Really? So, yeah, you got to go first, bitch. Welcome right. to our world. All right. So, I'll show you up real quick. Yeah, you show us how it's done. All right. Uh, I had the pro slate up here. Hold on. Hey. All right. Thursday night, we have Rams, Vikings. Once I get the actual, I'm doing this for memory. Once I get the actual week up, I'll let you know who the home team is. Rams. Rams. So, yeah, Minnesota heading out to L.A. What say you, Ice? Rams. All right. You know what? I'm going to go out on a fucking limb here. I say Minnesota is mad about the way they got beat. And they strike back. And they hand the Rams their first loss of the season. Give me the Vikings. They can be mad all they want. They're throwing against the Rams defense. You like that, Kirk? Have a seat, sir. <laughs> Either yeah, yeah, they're traveling west. They're in LA. Give me the Rams. All right, the Sunday slate. First up, Cincinnati heading down to right across the street from where the Georgia Dome used to be, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, playing the Falcons. A lot of yikes here. A lot of yikes. Falcons home. Gotta have it. Yeah, give me the Falcons. I don't like Cincinnati. Just don't. Yeah, Falcons. Oh, Detroit heading to the Jerry Dome. Lions at the Cowboys. Lions always find a way to lose. They always do. However, the Cowboys can't find a way to win. Give me the Lions. Dallas is at home. And... Yeah, I've been Lions fans long enough to know that... Hey, let's follow up the loss of the Patriots by totally eating the dick against the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys. Yeah, the... Patricia doesn't have the uh, luxury of having, you know, ran a defense in practice against this offense. So, 100%, give me the fucking Cowboys. Two, the Lions can't stop the run, and they got Zeke. So, they can stop the run, and what offense? He doesn't need to run against a uh, defense against the offense. There isn't any. Expecting a big got game Dak out of Zeke. And Zeke. Expecting a you big Dak game. And Zeke. That's it. Big game out of Zeke on Sunday. Buffalo heading to Green Bay. Will they do it? Will they be world beaters two weeks in a row? Really? No. 
Green Bay. You're not going to beat them at home. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, you're right, and I know you're going to agree with that. However, that defense led by Clay Matthews can't find a way to tackle and sack the quarterback without getting penalized. So if they come out with a new rule before then, definitely Packers. If they don't, no, no, it's you be a close game. It's, it's, it's yeah, going to be a close game. Pick a fucking team. You pick the Packers. I also picked the Packers. Packers. It's... <laughs> I know. He's like, no, you can't give any caveats here. You just got to go. You got to pick it. You got to live with it. Uh, yeah, give me the Packers. Okay. Next on slate. Philly heading down to Tennessee. Tennessee fresh off beating the Jaguars. In their own house. Lightning doesn't strike twice. Give me the Eagles. Yeah, I was going to say, and I hope they enjoyed it. Because the Eagles are going to hand them their lunch in a paper bag. Yeah, Eagles. All right, Houston heading to Indy. Yuck. Yeah, but... Your coach doesn't believe in your luck. I don't either. Give me the Texans. Uh, for some reason, I don't know why. Give me the Colts. Really? Okay. Wasn't expecting that. Give me Texans. For some reason, I like the sound of Andrew Luck to T.Y. Hilton better than Deshaun Watson to anybody in that game. Oh, division battle. Miami heading to Gillette. Playing New England. Oh, will they be the 4-0 Miami Dolphins after this game? Oh, definitely Patriots. Oh, we're tuning for the Dolphins. Yeah, give me, give me the Pats. This when's the last time they lost two weeks in a row? Nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna say this: I'm taking the Patriots, but if they lose this fucking game, yeah, it's time to hit the panic button in New England. Mm-hmm. S- something is not right. And, and, and it, that's just all there is to it. So, but like I said, that being said, give me the Patriots. Jets heading down to Jacksonville. Dude, seriously, if the Patriots lose that game, something is so wrong. Like all rumors are true, all of them. Yep. Every last one of them. And the Jets are still playing Jacksonville. And the Jets are still going to lose. Also agreed. Yeah. Give me Jacksonville. That offense is going to need Le'Veon Bell to excite me. Uh, Cleveland heading to Oakland. Ooh. 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 Mm. Mm-hmm. Anybody got a quarter? Damn it. <laughs> Give me the Browns. He still doesn't win. 0 and 4. Sorry, Chuck. 
Chucky's at home. They got to get it at home. Give me Oakland. Yeah, I got to go Earl on this one. Give me the Browns. Baker Mayfield, baby. Seattle's staying in the Pacific time zone, but heading down south to Phoenix. Well, technically Glendale. Playing the Cardinals. Give me the bird. Give me the bird. Yeah, which one? The red or the or the blue one? The blue one. Yeah. Arizona's a shit show. Have fun. Give me Seattle. <laughs> Josh Rosen is no better than fucking Bradford. Yep, Seattle. The Saints are heading to the Meadowlands, to MetLife, taking on the horrible Eli Manning. Saints. Yeah, New Orleans. This the, the, this is the only other offense that I would say is as high-powered as Kansas City's this year. Kamara's been a beast. Michael Thomas has been a beast. Drew Brees has been a beast. Give me New Orleans. Yep, I'll take New Orleans. Nolans. Nola? Nola? All right. The C.J. Beathard-led San Francisco 49ers heading down to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. God. Damn Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. I honestly don't know. <laughs> oh shit! God, that is if, if that this is more fifty-fifty than the other one. Can I get a mulligan? No. Damn it! Uh. Uh. Who are you picking? That's not how this works. <laughs> this is such a 50-50. Stout defense. That's where I'm heading. Give me the San Francisco 49ers. Give me the defense. See, this, this ain't hard for me at all. Without Jimmy G, this team ain't shit. Give me the Chargers. Yep, Chargers. No, the team wasn't shit with Jimmy G, dude. He's proven that. I told you his 6-0 start was at the end of the season when nobody else was fucking playing. Alright, next up. Sunday night Throw game. Percentage at me. Go ahead. Division battle. One in, Baltimore. One two, Jimmy G. Heading to Pittsburgh. Jesus. Really? <laughs> <sighs> Can we skip to Monday? Mm. Steelers. Just because they're home, right, Rich? Right. Steelers. When two backups are considered the most electrifying parts of your offense, you can give me the fucking Steelers all day. John Brown and Buck Allen are the two big offensive 
highlights of the Baltimore Ravens offense right now. Yeah, good fucking luck. I just don't think I <clears throat> give me give me the Steelers, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if they lost. I, I think I think that is a very distracted fucking clubhouse. I don't think Tomlin has complete control of that fucking team. I I, I just I, I between Bell and Brown and the comments from the offensive line, it seems like that team's at each other's throats. I mean, it's an unwritten rule in football. You don't comment on another guy's contract situation, and you have, you know, I'm not trying to shit on offensive linemen, but you have them coming out and basically talking shit about the best running back in the league trying to get paid. Something's not right there. So I don't know if it's if it's if it starts and stops with Tomlin, he's just lost control, or if maybe Bell is a huge fucking asshole behind the, the scenes and we just don't know it. But I, I mean, I'll take them, but I wouldn't be shocked if they lost. I would be stunned if they lost, yes, just it, because they have Big Ben throwing to Brown, uh, Schuster, uh, McDonald. I could do this all day. He has I know, Connor I, running from him. I, I understand. I'm just saying. I I think so. there's going to be a, a drop off coming some point this season for the Steelers. Oh, I totally agree. And I think we've already seen it. I I thought they were a fucking powerhouse even without Bell. And they just they're showing their discontent for their coach and everything else. So, meh. Hey, as long as Brown is starting the game, they got a shot. All right, Monday night, another division battle. Kansas City heading to Denver. Yeah, this isn't Kansas City heading to Denver anymore. This is not even close. This is a, a fly swatter hitting a brand new fly going, what's that big thing? Yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, we said it earlier. The Lombardi and the AFC all roll through Kansas City through at least three weeks into the season. That's where we're at. We'll talk to you at six weeks. See if we're still the same at this point. No, 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 no. Week seven is where I is is the tall tale because last season they started six and zero, oh, then they ended up six and six. It's true. All right, so on to the college games. Michigan this week taking on didn't we already say it? <laughs> uh by. Michigan at Northwestern this week. Yeah. Uh Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. Yeah, Michigan, and once again, wake me up when they play somebody and beat them. Yeah, Northwestern is even ranked. Uh, Spartans, who are we taking on this week? Do, do, do. Uh, 
Oops, I just did this shit in alphabetical order. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Central Michigan heading to East Lansing this week. Uh, You mean the winner? All party store owners. (laughs) (laughs) That. College football powerhouse, the Chippewas, coming to East Lansing. Yeah, the winner in this one will be anyone who has a liquor license. (laughs) Uh, Let me think about this. This could be a trap game. Fucking with you. Give me a state. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah, Yeah, give me Michigan State. If, if state loses this game, oh my god. They can't. They can't. If state loses this game, Rich runs out and down the fucking street in his tidy whities <laughs> I don't wear tidy whities or boxer briefs for the support. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh Christ! But no, I'm yeah, shipping can't. rich tidy whitey so he can run the street. Wait, I mean, yeah, I'm looking like a fat Walter White running around. Get the fuck out of here! Uh, yeah, give me state. Not much of a road game. I'm I'm sitting here trying to Google Google Map how how long it is from Central Michigan to MSU. Oh, they aren't staying overnight. That's it. Yeah, it's an hour and three minute drive. Yeah, they're showing up, taking their ass whooping, and going home. Yeah, they're just taking the bus. You can sleep in they're your own bed tonight. To the stadium. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, wow. My head already hurts for some of these people. Like a week early. That's just going to be a party weekend for both school. Both school. Both schools are known to like to party. Oh, yeah. It, it would stake at the party schedule so far this year. They've already <laughs> been out to Arizona State. They got Central coming to them. Didn't they? Didn't they play Western? Or was that Michigan? That's that Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, Michigan played Western. So, yeah, man. So, this week was... it. Th- this was one of those weeks where, why I love football so much. Because it was definitely... Nothing went to plan. It was a great week. Even though just in fancy football, I got just slaughtered. And it wasn't an isolated incident in our league. It was. I got six teams. I went one and five this week. It, it was a bloodbath. Yeah, I got a team of what the fuckings, and I'm killing it in fantasy. <laughs> Whatever. This week made me. This week made me go fuck fantasy football. It's the second time, Rich is like fuck fantasy football. <laughs> this is absolute Dude, you, horseshit. You got the goat. You got the goat and his favorite fucking target, and you still can't win. Yeah, fuck fantasy. <laughs> no, I'm I have Tom up. Brady on another team, and I that's the I I won by like two point something points in that league. Like, Braden made me sweat it out. I'm just, I, I, I don't know. I'm over it. I'm like, whatever. Just, let's get this over with. Let me not finish last. That's all I ask. And what, was, was Jessica got a Super Bowl hangover or something? 0-3? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Jess. That's, yeah, I said on the podcast. <laughs> I know she, after coming off, like, you know, the, the fantasy football guru, she just laid a big egg so far this week, or this this <laughs> season. Yeah, I don't think she's going to repeat. Not unless she goes on, like, you know, a historic run. Tear. Yeah. 
Well, maybe this is maybe this is the week she 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 gives you an offer trades for Bell. Bell magically gets traded to the Bucks. Then all of a sudden, just starts tearing up the ground game down there in Tampa. And then boom, she just goes on a t- on, on her historical tear mm, and goes rich, back and wins. Rich, rich, wake up, man! You're dreaming. Oh no, absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not even gonna bullshit. Yeah, I, yeah, totally, completely. <laughs> so yeah, anything else, gentlemen? Uh, yeah, not really. That's it. Well, just remember, hit us up on social media. You can follow us on Twitter at Sporty Podcast. Email the show, Sporgy at ChristopherMedia.net. New shows drop every Thursday. We thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Later, guys. Peace out, y'all. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.